I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. Here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. Let's call this the Parade Edition because I just spent the weekend at parades and a lot of this stuff just drove me nuts. Like using further when you mean farther. Now, it's a fine distinction to be sure, but these words are certainly not interchangeable. I heard a person in charge of a division at the parade telling someone to pull their car up further, and it practically caused me physical pain. Here's the difference. One refers to physical distance, and the other refers to a metaphorical distance. The way I remember it is, your car will take you farther while your education takes you further. Really? All right, I got a blister on my foot from walking in the Scranton and Wilkes-Barre parades this weekend. I know, it's terrible. I was online looking for home remedies on DuckDuckGo, and I came across this tip. The best remedy is prevention. Sorry, prevention is not a remedy. Now, I get the old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I agree, but there's still no way in hell that not getting a blister remedies the blister I actually have. I'm not Doc Brown. I don't have access to a time machine. Seriously? And people at parades argue with us all the time, whether or not we have T-shirts to give away. Hey, give me a shirt. You know, I'm sorry, we don't have any. Sure you do. You got a shirt in there. If I had a shirt, I'd give it to you. That's the object of having shirts. Give you the shirt, make you happy. Hope you continue to listen to Rock 107. Why would I argue? Why would I hoard them? The last thing I want to do is prolong the conversation about our shirt supply. If I had a shirt, I'd give it to you just to shut you up. Nobody cares. You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. Breaking the news. That's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Flavor Flav turned 64 today. Flav has the reputation of being approachable, but don't make him mad because he might clock you. Berlin made it legal for women to go topless at public pools. First David Hasselhoff, now this. Germans sure love boobs. The city of Glendale, Arizona, will temporarily change its name to Swift City on the days that Taylor Swift is playing in town. Needless to say, nearby Smashmouthville regrets not going with a temporary change when it was renamed in the 1990s. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. If you do this, it may not feel as satisfying as flipping the bird. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Uh, There's a new trend. As you're driving to work this morning on 81, imagine this. Instead of somebody giving you the finger, they give you the thumbs down. Young people are supposedly ditching the bird and giving drivers a thumbs down instead. They claim it's more effective. One time when we were in Colorado, there was an outcrossing sign, so we slowed down to the recommended speed. And then somebody from Colorado went around us, rolled their window down, stuck their arm all the way out, and gave us a thumbs down. And I think about that interaction every single day. Flipping people off when you're driving is dead. Give them a thumbs down. They will not forget you. Some people may consider a thumbs down more hurtful, But I say, flipping the bird, so much more cathartic, especially when it's directed at any of the jerks from today's list of top five people who always deserve the middle finger. Here we go, number five. The worker at the fast food place that says the ice cream machine is down. Top five people who always deserve the middle finger. Number four, anyone who thinks Pierce Brosnan was a better Bond than Sean Connery. Number three, the old lady at the grocery store who pulls out the checkbook to pay.
top five people who always deserve the middle finger. Number two, the receptionist who wins the Office March Madness pool by picking the mascots. And the number one person who always deserves the middle finger, anyone who asks for a free meal because they're an influencer. There you have it. It's time to have a little fun on the phones. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and uh, I'm going to be calling a um, assisted living facility uh, a senior home today, and I'm going to be pitching my new uh, system to make sure that they don't lose any of their residents. I'm safety conscious, after all. Twist is, it's just a leash, but I don't really say that. It's another Prospector prank call on Rock 107. Uh, this is Betsy. Yeah, Betsy. Uh, hi, my name's Rick. Uh, I wanted to know, can I speak to the manager? The manager's not available right now, but I'm the assistant. Uh, okay, maybe I could just pitch this to you and you could relay the information to the manager. Uh, so if you could write this down real quick, uh, how many beds do you keep at the facility? We have 85. Okay, so one of the issues uh, is keeping track of those seniors who may not be able to keep track of themselves. So I have a product that I think can help with that, and I'd love to come by and drop a couple of them off if you guys are open to it. Maybe it's something you could try out. It's a part of our pilot program. Okay, go ahead. All right, so what is it? Are you writing this down? Yes. Okay, the name of my product is the Sunny Day Elasto Restraint System. Uh, okay. You can just abbreviate that. So what it does is it allows for your residents to get in the sun, some time in the sun, out of doors. Uh, maybe they used to love gardening. Maybe they did croquet, you know, just outdoor activities. And I'm sure you do that from time to time. You get them outside, right? Yes, we do. This will allow you to have peace of mind, allowing your residents who are still mobile, but maybe not paying attention to boundaries, uh, stay in those boundaries using a harmless elastic restraint system. Very similar to, uh, do you know how toddlers get restraint, like when you go to a theme park or something like that? Wait a minute. So you are pitching an idea of a, basically it's like a leash or you call it a harness? Well, it's a harness or on the body and then, and then what we do is we have an elasto strap that will go ahead and affix to uh, a fixed surface. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to tie up our seniors. You're not. You're not tying them up. They're free to move around. That's the point. Uh, they're free to move around, but only to a certain distance. Now, why would you be opposed to that? Because could you imagine if you were coming to visit one of your family members and I had them in a harness tied up to a tree or well, you don't the ground, you don't tie or... them to a tree. That see, that's the thing. They have freedom to move around. Can you imagine coming to see your relative and they're just in their room and they never get out because you're so afraid of losing track of them? No, no, no. We have staff for that. I could, I would rather have more people out there. Yeah, than yeah. But can have... your staff your staff can't keep track of everybody? Uh, am I right? I mean, it's a challenge. Would Would you at least admit that? It is a challenge, but could and, you imagine? And if you've I got had, you've, you've got to be on your toes all the time. This this allows them to have 10 freedom. People, seniors outside, and they are staked to a harness and whatever they're attached to, and they're out there gardening, and they can't go any further. It's like a circus. It's not of a stake. It, it's like it's freedom. Like adult. think about it. It's not dog. You're thinking of it the wrong way. We don't use a stake. We have a corkscrew attachment that you can screw into the ground in case you don't have a surface oh, area. I'm sorry, uh, a corkscrew. That's just like a stake. No, I'm sorry. Whose idea is this? Who well, told you to well, pick my name, this? My name list? is Rick. I'm the inventor. I'm the well, one who Rick, came up with. I'm sorry. This is crazy. I, this is no invention. This is ridiculous. You know what? You're right. It is ridiculous. It's not real. It's a it's a prank call. It's a prospector prank call. You're on Rock 107 oh right now. Uh, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Betsy, you are. You're on Rock 107. It's not real. <laughs>
horrible. I was like, gosh, what? Yeah, what? I would never. I would never. You're right. It's horrible. Could you imagine? Oh, my heart's racing. Oh. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A woman in Australia was angry after her husband forgot to buy a lottery ticket with the numbers she's been playing for 30 years. So the next week, he tried to make it up for her by purchasing two tickets with the same set of numbers. Well, the numbers hit, so both tickets hit for a million bucks. They ended up winning $2 million. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. PennDOT doesn't want to open it. Can't do it. Might be dangerous, they say. So what should we do with the Fireman's Memorial Bridge? You know, the water bridge, uh, water street bridge, the metal bridge in Pittston. I'm looking for wrong answers only. Randy, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector says, an outdoor cafe. The smell coming out of the Butler Mine would make it an awesome venue. Uh, Michelle's on the rock lines in Thornhurst. What do you think? Hey, about the bridge? Yeah, what do you got? Daredevil monkey bars. <laughs> I like daredevil monkey bars. That's a great idea. There you go. And I think when you add the name daredevil to it, it just makes it sound so much cooler. Dana says open a bungee jumping tourist attraction. Scott, have local scrappers fight over it. Whoever gets it wins. Royal Rumble rules. You get thrown off the bridge, you're eliminated. Uh, Chris and Oliphant's on the rock lines. Wrong answers only. What are we going to do with that bridge in Pittston? All right. How about naked bungee jumping? <laughs> Now, I had somebody else mention bungee jumping, but not naked, and I think that takes it to a whole new level. Brother, it's got to be in the nude. Got to be in the nude. Rick says, put it on top of Campbell's Ledge. It could be the Valley's Hollywood sign. You know, you're in the Valley when you see that chunk of iron. Kimberly says, make it a dumping ground for all of our exes. That might be good, too. On to open mic on the Rock 107 app. The Memorial Bridge in Pittston. PennDOT's not going to open it to traffic. What should we do with it? We could use that bridge for midget bowling. I love how he, midget bowling, although it's little person bowling. Come on. Uh, Walter says, get the producers of that championship season and the Irishman to collaborate on a war movie scene using 5 o'clock Charlie from MASH to bring it down on New Year's Eve 2023. You direct it by Clint Eastwood. It's the Bridges of Luzerne County. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. A 39-year-old woman in Florida named Carlene Biswanger is facing a felony charge of battery for allegedly striking her 68-year-old boyfriend in the eye with an avocado. It happened at their apartment on Sunday evening. It's unclear why the boyfriend was beamed. I'm assuming there was some kind of argument because she also hit him in the arm with a metal hanging rod. Carlene was arrested for battery, and it's upgraded to a felony because the victim is older than 65. For what it's worth, she denies directly striking him, whatever that means. Any avocado might give you a black eye, but some are harder than others. The police report didn't specify if this avocado was overripe or underripe, though it's probably safe to say it wasn't perfectly ripe. They never are. Nominee number two. You've probably seen a police show where a cop gets fired, but secretly returns to work because he just can't let go of that last case. Well, this is an interesting spin on that. 
A man in Georgia was arrested for impersonating an officer recently. And it turns out that he used to be a real cop, but he was let go several weeks prior. The thing is, when he was caught, he was in uniform, casually directing traffic. Some officers were in the area and they noticed he wasn't wearing a patch. They asked him who he was and he said he was an officer with the Talbotton Police Department. They called to confirm and that's when officials in Talbotton said he was no longer working for them. It's unclear why the guy was directing traffic. And the winner is... The woman who was arrested for felony battery with an avocado. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Tune in for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, Friday morning on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.